Copa MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hey, thanks for joining me once again. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Fly Racing and Race Tech. Rocky Mountain ATVMC is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. It's easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the premier shopping destination for all of us out there. Thank you, Rocky Mountain. And, of course, if you guys watched the race Saturday night, RockyMountainATVMC.com. KTM looked really good. Blake Baggett is on fire lately. I'm sure that has something to do directly from RMATVMC. Right. Correct? Yes. Thank you. Racetech. Racetech.com. They are the one-stop shop to get your suspension, engine work, whatever it is that you need done to your bike quad street bike hell they even do vintage bikes go check them out racetech.com you guys are looking to get an email maybe get some discount maybe possibly hit me up at chris at keyforinktesting.com and of course fly racing flyracing.com new formula helmet is out go check them out at fly racing we have been riding with that sucker for the past uh month and a half or so so go look for a review on that thing, probably in a couple of weeks. We did a first impression, but we probably will dive into it more in about a couple of weeks. So you can uh, check them out over at keyforinktesting.com. But 2019.5 Kinetic Mesh is out. Cool colors, breathable. Probably one of the most, besides one other company, this is probably the most ventilated gear that I have tried. So summertime's coming. You guys want to ride? Go check them out. Kinetic Mesh, flyracing.com. So special family-oriented podcast today, even though my son just got yelled at earlier. That's another time. That's another podcast. <laughs> but uh, I brought in my wife and one of my testers slash mechanic guy, Matt Suravog. Tough name to pronounce, but that's what it's called. And this is all about the Honda trail bike lineup that they just kind of reintroduced. It's been around for a long time. I have a bunch of notes of how long... This trail bike has been around, and there has been several trail bikes. So Honda decided to revamp this lineup. If there is a time and place for this to happen, this era really needs it. A lot of kids on their phones, Fortnite, we can go on and on. Even, you know, parents. I uh, just got a text today from someone that I know really close that gave the percentages of how long and how much time they were on their phone, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all these things. We spend a lot of time on our digital outlooks, and basically, we're a little bit detached from real life. So this podcast is a little bit of a family-oriented podcast about how to get your family involved into riding, a little bit about the Honda trail bike lineup, and just maybe some stories that we could share from my experience, from Matt, 
from my wife, Heather, on just everything off-road related, how I got started and how my family went out in the desert. And, and of course, my wife wasn't around then, but maybe she can talk about why she likes to ride now. So, um, But here we are, introducing Matt. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing today, Chris? Sunday afternoon. We're here doing podcasts. Uh, where would we rather be besides <laughs> riding, maybe? Yeah, that's true. You've been out tweaking out in the garage. You can't sit still, so. No, I always need something to work on, something to fiddle with in the garage. Yep. Heather, lovely wife, thank you for joining me today. Hello. And uh, are you excited about doing a podcast? Well, I'm excited. I wasn't excited to come home and hear that my son got yelled at, but hey, that's a whole other story, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to talk about that, but. No. If your kid's out there, I don't know what it is, man, like. Fortnite. I don't even know if it's Fortnite. Like it's just Fortnite YouTube. I guess and... like I guess I'm older now, and I, I remember screwing up back then a little bit. But I just the way kids talk now is kind of disrespectful, and in this household, it just we just don't put up with that. So Aiden got a little bit of trouble today, just how his tone is. Hey, I'm 35, and I'm scared of my dad to this day still. Yeah, it took. Me, I'm not scared of my dad now because my dad's super mellow. But growing up, all he had to do was say, "Hey, I'm going to take away your bike." And, dude, I was straight as an arrow. Like, I was good, you know? I would come home from school, and there would always be a note. And if it always said, your ass is grass and I'm the lawnmower, I was scared. <laughs> was there one thing that you got taken away, Heather, when you were little that you didn't want to take away and straighten you up? Um, No, I pretty much minded. I knew that I was to be seen and not heard with my parents. So okay. I was – being an only child, I actually was well-behaved. Really? All yeah. Right. Well – Anyway, Honda reintroduced 2019. They have this fun trail bike lineup, CRF 110F, CRF 125F, standard wheel and big wheel. We didn't get the big wheel. We felt like what we were about to do, we didn't need that big wheel edition, but they have that option for you guys out there. And a CRF 250F. Honda's been around years for trail bikes, okay? So backstory here on me. I rode off-road racing, National Hare and Hounds, desert racing, and my mom was disabled. She had multiple sclerosis, so my dad was working all the time. And in order for me to go ride, I had to ride around our yard, which in the desert we had a acre and a half lot, which was nice. But I had an XR100. That was my second bike. I started out on a PW50, and then I graduated to an XR100. I can't imagine... I tortured that bike, dude. Like, I revved the crap out of it, rode it, dumped it, crashed it, rode up the street. I did everything with this bike. This was, like, my freedom just to get away. Getting on this thing was insane to me. Like, I knew the PW50 was my first bike, but for the memories that I have, this Honda XR100 was it. I used to wheel my mom. She was in a wheelchair. I used to wheel my mom outside, and we had this big gravel rock pile outside, and I wanted to be a desert racer, so I'd have to practice dead engine starts. That's what they did in the desert race, right? So I'd wheel my mom on top of this gravel pile, managed to get her up there, okay? And granted, our street wasn't that busy, so she would have this little old shop rag, and she'd sit on this, this gravel pile, and I would get my XR100, ride it kill it and then when she dropped this little rag i would take off and practice starts well we had i think one neighbor on our street at that time but people would drive by and i vividly remember this and stop and be like is everything okay and i'd be like yeah everything's fine i was nine years old or whatever and they're like 
There's a lady on top of this gravel pile in a wheelchair. How is she going to get down? Can you, you guys need help? I go, no, no, we're okay. She's helped me practice starts. And I, and I see my mom over there on the gravel pile. It's okay. It's okay. Just keep going. I'm just helping my son trying to do starts. So that's where my XR100 memories come in. And I took this thing out with my parents. I don't know. We went out every other weekend to the desert. And where we live in Southern California, there's plenty of OHV areas to get along and, and ride and do these things with. So I was sitting in class Friday afternoons in my school, you know, fifth, sixth grade. Just can't wait to go riding on the weekends. I loved it. Just would daydream about it on Friday afternoons. We'd pack up the camper in the truck. We had an old 69 Ford with a camper. We had this trailer that had a winch on it. My mom had an Odyssey because she was disabled. So we'd winch this fucking Odyssey up on top of this trailer. And we would just go camping for the weekend. And and I just don't see that many people doing that anymore. I see more families staying at home. The cost is up uh, to do everything now, more than it was back then. And I think we're a little bit detached from our children to uh, have them involved in family time. So that's my little backstory on, on the Honda Trail bike lineup. I, I know I kind of ramble on, but I get excited about thinking about things like that back in the day. So I'm like, man, it, it was so fun. And now it's a little bit more work-related, but... Um, you started late, Vaj. With dirt bikes, yes, I started late. I was probably about 24, 25 when I first got my first dirt bike. But uh, I did start riding at a young age at uh, five, six years old on a Honda 70 ATC. And, uh, yeah, my dad always rode a dirt bike. He had a CR500 that he rode almost every weekend out in Johnson Valley. And, yeah, we did a lot of camping, Johnson Valley, Bell Mountain, and uh, a lot of Glamis in the wintertime. And, you know, always my dad was hardcore Honda anyway, so yeah. Honda 70 to a 200X ATC to a 250R ATC, and then I had that till wow, my late teens, and uh, I got you rode bad an ATC grades. in your teenage years. Yeah, yes, I did. I rode an ATC, <laughs> oh not God. a quad, yeah, but an ATC, and right. then got bad grades, and my dad uh, sold it, and uh, had oh, nothing he to, did. He yeah. straight up did do that. Yeah, he made sure I was there to load it up on whoever was buying it, and oh no. Yeah, you don't get bad grades and then try to lie about it. I learned that. Okay, so let me get this straight. This is like story time right now. But story time. So you had to load up your own ATC and watch it go bye-bye? Yep. Dude, that is gnarly. Uh, my my dad, was he was tough. I mean, it made me who I am today, thankfully. But uh, So that happened only once? Yeah, yep, that only happened once. Right, I bet. I usually got pretty decent grades, and they slipped, and my dad already knew you know, you know, parents, we already know right. when our kids do something, but they're trying to catch you. Right. And uh, I got caught. Yeah. So <laughs> so Honda has this new trail bike line. Back in the day when I had it, it was carbureted. I remember my dad, you know, sometimes we wouldn't ride the bike for um, a couple months. It was hard to start. Um, he had to clean out the carburetor. Well, now they're all fuel injected, perimeter style framed. Um, they got cosmetic changes, so they look similar to like the, the bikes you see on Saturday night. It looks like Roxton and Sealy's bike with the same kind of CRF across it, the same kind of body style. And they just had a big update. So the benefit for me and what we did here on at keyforinktesting.com, you can go there and read the article. We got the 110, the 125, and the 250. We gave it to Matt's family because we wanted to see what it could bring okay so matt's wife shannon she's not 
she doesn't ride that much, right? She's maybe a couple times a year. She's not stoked on it. She's not into it like No, but before kids, yeah. she had a like a RM125. She'd ride every now and then. Right. But then pretty much since we had kids about 8 years ago, yeah, it's once twice a year if that. Sometimes it could be a year before she rides. It's just just how it is. She's not that into it like I am. Right. And then we have Matt's son, Landon. Sweetest little boy. Was way sweeter than my child, Aiden, at his age. And Landon's was six, seven? Eight. Eight. Yep. Okay. Eight. Just Landon's eight. eight. And he just started riding not too long ago, like maybe a year or so ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And off and on, you know, he goes to the track with us, but I'll go, he'll come to the track and doesn't go for two or three months, and then he decides he wants to go again. So, right. yeah. So we got the, the 110 for Landon to see how he liked it. And he normally rides a KTM 50SX. Um, powerful bike. As you know, I rode one. I'm like, holy crap, I can't – I don't remember anything like this when I was eight years old, right? Yeah, we had to definitely loosen up the clutch on that thing to just even get them to ride it because those things are pretty gnarly. The power's on or off. And for a kid beginning to ride, it's a little much. Right. So 110, Landon got on that sucker. They they went out and, you know, went riding. And Landon seems to take to that bike well. Doesn't have a clutch. He doesn't know how to use a clutch yet, right? Nope, super, not yet. Super quiet. So not only can you ride this bike at the, you know your OHV area legally, but riding in the backyard is not going to disturb the neighbors that much, right? No, not at all. And even funnier is my kid actually talks and sings to himself while he's riding, and you can actually hear him doing that while he's riding <laughs> this bike. <laughs> so Landon went out. When I went out with the family, um, we took the bikes over, over the weekend and went out to an OHV area, and Landon seemed to – Get along with the bike really well. Like like I said, Landon's not the most outgoing kid, unlike Aiden, where he's just wide open all the time. Landon's more reserved. He's You can tell that his brain is thinking through things first before he reacts. And he, for me, and I asked him this question. I asked Landon, hey, what do you like riding more? And he said his KTM at the time, but then I watched him ride, and it just seems like he had way more fun. Like he didn't want to get off the bike. He was riding around, and you and Shannon were doing your own thing, and he made his own little track. Um, it seemed like he could flat foot, and he's not that tall, right? No, he's pretty vertically challenged like like mom. Yeah, and he's only weighs 60 pounds, yeah, maybe, not yeah, even that. Yeah, maybe 60. Yeah, and so he could – it's electric start, so easy for him to figure it out. You got a key, you know, you got your ignition, and then you push start. Easy to figure out, easy to put in gear. It takes off. Second gear on this thing is a little low. So I had him get in the third, and third was the happiest gear for him to kind of go slow, lug it around a little bit. And also, but he could actually take off in third gear, which he can just kind of like give the throttle and just go. In second gear, when you have your kids, if you guys get this 110, just know that it's short, so they wind out really quick, and then it's kind of herky-jerky. We talk about that with the CRF 450 where it's like, ah, back and forth, get some pitching. This is what this 110 kind of does too in second gear. Unless you're going really, really slow, third gear is kind of like the most friendliest gear to be in. So I like the fact that it's easy for kids to ride. Another benefit to this 110 for me, and I don't know if you notice this, it's quiet. So it doesn't intimidate kids that are kind of scared off by the louder sounds of a two-stroke. And what we're trying to do here, right, we always say this in our podcasts and our social media posts to try to keep these kids on dirt bikes and off their phones. And the easiest way to do that is not intimidate them, scare them, 
Um, we want them to go out in the out in the desert with their family, enjoy the time with their family. Because if there's one thing that I remember growing up as a child is spending time with my family out in the desert riding my dirt bike. Yeah, dirt bikes are fun, but as parents, we want to try to be attached to our children as much as we can. And of course, being a kid, you want to have the most fun. You don't really care about spending time with your family. You want to just be there and have fun. But it helps uh, for me and my my wife and Aiden helps us grow together, keeps us intact. So that's what this 110 does. So super friendly bike. We'll name off the prices here at the end of this thing, but easy to start. Dude, Honda durability, the best there is for trail bikes. Yeah, yeah, no, no issues. I mean, even growing up back in the day, Honda's always had that reputation and I've never had any problems with any Honda I've ever owned up until the one I currently own. So yeah. I wish I still had my XR100. It'd be fun right now just to. They had a go big out. fat seat on it and thing was all cushy. I remember that. I, dude, it was. Uh, thing was so roached out, but it still ran. You know, my dad cleaned the carburetor out, like I said, and it, it kept running. So you don't have to worry about that now. It has fuel injection. So moving on to my wife. Yes. You're still here. You're still alive. You're still breathing. I'm still here. Heather does not like to ride dirt bikes, people. Nope, not at all. Not my jam. So when I met Heather, it wasn't a requirement for me to meet a woman that likes to ride dirt bikes. In fact, I wanted one that didn't want to ride or know anything about it. And I found that one. That was Heather. She knew shit about dirt bikes. And she grew to learn a lot. She knows a lot about the sport. Sometimes too much now, I feel like. You kind of get into my shit sometimes, maybe a little bit too much. Genie. Oh, yep. boy. Hey, sometimes you need to get your ass kicked. Yep. Well, Sorry. You do that. So, <laughs> she, but when I ask her, hey, do you want to go riding? Do you want to go trail riding? No. And, I, and, and we have Altas here. You know, we've we've had things that are available for her to kind of go with us. And it's always been no, like you said, right? Nope. Well, I mean, I've kind of ridden the Alta. It's okay. Yeah, but it's not like something you were like, Oh, I want to go ride this. It was something like, "Hey, you ride this now. You try it now." Like I was forcing it on you. Horrible husband that I am. That was a little bit big. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's kind of scary. Yeah. So now this one ten. Okay, let's we're sticking to this one ten F. Heather sees it. Landon rode it. I was doing some static photos, you know, where we were at, and I asked Heather, "Hey, can you ride this up here? I need to shoot some photos of it." Well, she gets on it. You know, I I give the lowdown, the spiel, turn the key, the ignition, push start, blah, blah, blah. She knows how to shift, obviously, without a clutch. She, well, you really didn't push the start. You just said get on it, and I kicked it a couple of times. She was That's a good point. And then, and then you were like, why are you kicking it? There's a start yeah, button. Yeah, well, good point. It does have a Kickstarter, people. I forgot to mention this. So if the battery does die, <laughs> all these bikes, besides the 250F, that doesn't have a Kickstart. Did you even notice that? It doesn't. I don't believe the 125 does either. It does. Does it? Yes. So the 125 and the 110 do have it, so that they're both available to do that. But, yeah, so Heather's kicking it, and I see her, and I go, what are you doing? Hey, I was proud that I kickstart the bike a couple of times. Okay, there you go, people. That, <laughs> that right there should tell you that's easy to kick, okay? Because she's tried to kick the old 250F, 450s, and it's not cool. It's not going to happen. So, mm, maybe so now she, she rides it. Let me get to the story here. We're, we're rambling on. <coughs> she... Rides it up to this spot where I'm shooting photos, you know, and I, she gets off and, you know, blah, 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 and I'm shooting the photos. And she she asks me again, can she ride this? And I'm blown away. If you know her, like I do, she never asks to ride this thing. 
So I go, yeah, you can ride it after we're done shooting it, blah, blah, blah. Then she begins to go ride on a trail. You went trail riding with Greg. Yeah, we did. We well, I was doing work. You just bailed out on me. Yeah, they were going for a while. Yeah, yeah. we bailed. So why, what makes, what's, what's appealing about this bike that makes you want, and you even, when we have it here in the garage right now, and you said. Is oh, Aiden a, and I have been fighting over whose bike it is. Yeah. Yeah. So what makes you like this bike so much to ride it? It's little. Okay. It's not, it's not big. Okay. Like 250 or 450, so I don't feel very intimidated with it. Okay. I feel like it's my size. It's bigger than a 50, obviously. And it doesn't involve shifting with the clutch. Yeah, because you do not have you don't know how to drive stick either. Nope. Mm, well, <laughs> that's it's a family podcast. Everyone, chill down. Let's not go there. No, I do not know how to drive stick. Okay, I've had people try to teach me, and they get very frustrated with me, and it doesn't go very well. And there you have it. Okay. So, and you've actually tried to teach me how to shift. I did. Yeah, and that was not very fun. I mean, I did it, but it wasn't enjoyable. So. The way this 110 is laid out, it's not too small for you, right? You feel nope. like you're in control of it? Yes. And, of course, you always wear a helmet when you ride it? Of yes. course. Okay. Always a helmet. Safety right. first. Yes. And you can Can you shift this one with no problem? Yeah. Okay. So it's just all because you don't have a clutch? Yep. No clutch. So you would, you would like me to have this in the garage for you? Yes. To go riding? Oh, yeah. For and sure. And you would actually go with Aiden and I trail riding? Yeah, I've been asking you, let's go for a trail ride. And I was going to ask you today, but since our son's in trouble, maybe you and I can go. So there it is, people. Like, if that doesn't sell you on a 110, I I, I couldn't tell you. It's so much fun. Like, I have never had that so, much fun on a dirt bike, right. other than when you take me for a ride. Yeah, and you like to go on the back and ride. Yeah, oh yeah, I enjoy that. And I have a little Honda Grom that we ride, and we like going out on the Honda Grom, and that she enjoys that. But No wing, no prayer. Okay, settle down. <laughs> Let's not go that far. But it's it's amazing to me. So you, now you kind of get it a little bit why we like dirt bikes so much. Yes. Well, I mean, I've I've understood it, but now I really now understand you feel it. it. Yeah, right. it's a feeling. Uh-huh. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a little freedom. You kind of you go from point A to point B, and you're like, oh man, this is nice. You know, and it's nice, right? It's yeah, it's a lot of fun, and I feel like I can be part of the boys when they go out now and she does want to be part of the family all the time like that like i can't go road if i go road biking or mountain biking she doesn't go you get bummed out i do yeah. I, I, won't. I don't get as bummed when you leave me out of that stuff <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's so there it is so it's not just for the kitties you got a you got a wife that's kind of not into dirt bikes and maybe she's intimidated from them a 110 is a good area for them to start um moving on to the 125 okay your wife shannon like you said, a couple times a year, you go to Glamis, she rides a little bit, you know. She is not the avid dirt bike rider. She's not nope. actively seeking to go ride with you. Nope. Not like, hey, let's go ride. It's like, hey, I'm going to the track. You want to go? No, I'll, I'll stay home and sew right. or something like that. It's, How important is for you to get all your family involved into this? Very important. You know, it's, it's something to do as a family and keep us together. You know, we all have different schedules. We all have different interests, you know, but... I feel dirt bikes can bring the family together and whether you really enjoy riding or camping, it's just getting everyone together, you know, as a family away from technology and out in nature, you know, it's great. 
So Shannon um, knew to the. She knows how to work a clutch. She does it. She's not. She's not great. A little rusty. A little rusty. I may have spiked out once or twice. Yep. Okay. Well, we're gonna get to that in a minute because if you read Shannon's little quote in up at keyforinktesting.com, you'll kind of understand what we're talking about. But out of all the bikes, at least the trail bikes, the play bikes that I've been involved with and ridden and tried over the years, the the CRF 125F is super luggable. Like, and what I mean by this is. It's probably one of the easiest ones to let the clutch out and chug and chug and get you going. It just won't it'll it'll stall, of course, if you pop it and you don't give it enough, but the 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 wide range and ease of use for a newbie, such as your wife. Exactly. She it only took her a couple times, right? Yeah, only a couple times and then she got that clutch down and you know, first gear so low, we were starting her in second gear. Cause she's not the best at even shifting through the gears yet it you know she's been off the bike for a while so just getting her back into it and yeah she once she got on it and learned the clutch a little bit right she was blown away how easy it was and how fun it was just to ride and put around go a little faster or you know just ride behind our son landon right super easy for the women to ride and even if it's a a little young 12 13 year old boy easy for them to ride you know, of course, they all have kickstands, electric start. Again, lugability is huge for kind of new riders. And I guess what I relate that to, this is going to sound off off the beaten path, but snowboarding. When I go snowboarding, first time you snowboard, you crash all the freaking time, dude. And you're like, why am I even trying this? This is lame. And it takes almost half a day to kind of learn your edges. What The thing about dirt biking is when you get someone trying to to be involved in what you do, or let's say someone wants to try it and they're new to it, you want them to actually experience and not sit there all fucking day long, sorry, family-oriented, all day long, trying to make the thing go. You want to actually do it. Yeah. And, and it gets can, frustrating. Yeah, and that can detour a lot of people maybe saying, hey, I'm out. Like I can't do this. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, out. it's too much. It's frustrating, you know? Right. When you get someone who can get on and you know maybe knows they can't work a clutch very well and – it takes a couple tries and they get it. Then you're like, wow, like that was easy. Like this is fun now. It's it's more fun and less work. Right. So the 125F, Shannon got it within a couple times. Now I'm sitting there watching, shooting photos and all this is going down. I see you spike out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I spiked out. Yeah, for a second. And, and when she- I say by spike out, if you guys don't know what that means, that's just uh, Matt getting a little bit irritated that the wife hasn't gone – 10 feet yet. (laughs) Exactly. And uh, she checked me real quick saying, I will get off this bike and go sit in the truck. Right. Leave me alone. Right. So Shannon's super independent. And what I wanted to talk about that is because you have these, these women that we've have husband, you and I, same thing. We have husbands that we expect a lot of them, right? Just learn it. Just do it. You know, come on. Yeah, and it, it's easier for them to do it on this bike. That's what I, the whole point of this is. Like, there's a wide range. Where, hey, I can let the clutch out, pop it, and it still kind of chugs along and goes. We're not sitting there barking at him for 20 minutes. You only bark for five minutes. Yeah, if that. Yeah. So Shannon wanted a bike that she can do by herself, start it, go along, join the crowd, join the family without having the help from her husband, because the husband sometimes can spike out a little bit exactly right because you are norwegian yes. and you do have a temper at times <laughs> the wife knows i've got a huge temper at times <laughs> yes so you want to be the fa- you want the family weekend to go well 
and you don't want it to be a fight with the wife. So the 125F is something good for the wife. How tall is the wife? Do you know offhand? Five. I don't even think she's five. Five. Five two? Yeah, she's five four. I she's very yeah, challenged. Like yeah, she's not very tall at all. 150 pounds. Yeah. Um, like I said, her inseam's not the largest. She can get on that thing flat foot. Well, I wouldn't say flat foot, but she can get on it. Yeah, and that's her biggest thing because the bike we've had in the past, it was a 125. So it was start off a stand and trying to learn the clutch, you fall over. That's why she feels so comfortable. She can actually touch the floor. And yeah, and the electric start, you know, that's, she has a TTR 125 right now. And her exact words to me is, if you want me to get out and ride more, I want one of these. Right. So we might be selling a bike here soon. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you, you said you came out from a TTR, right? Yeah, that's what she currently has right now that I picked up. And used, that sits so. taller for her? Yes, it actually is taller. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So you want, like I said, it's all about fun factor. It's an experience. You want comfortability um you just want to have these new riders have the most pleasurable experience possible and if they don't it it could easily deter them really quick so um she had a good time i was and this is why we chose matt and his family because they, they're matt loves to ride but past that the other family parts aren't into it as much and as important as it is to matt and maybe he not, he won't say this out loud this is all the dude thinks about. Like, seriously. He goes to work. It's dirt bikes all the time. Like, dude, I, I talk and a lot about dirt bikes. I ride all the time, but I need a day off. And, like, it seems like you never take a day off, dude. No, no. It's it, it's my way away from work. And, right. you know, it just it keeps me calm, somewhat less calm. And <laughs> I, I just I enjoy it. I enjoy everything about it. Hey, what's up? Technology. That's what I'm talking about here. It's a great thing. I love it. But I also can pull my hair out with it as well. However, there is a company that you probably have seen on the Rockstar Husqvarna race team, Dean Wilson, Jason Anderson, called Skosh. It's spelled S-C-O-S-C-H-E. You can go to skosh.com and check out all the products. They have really, really cool stuff. They have headphones. They have boom bottles. They have... Phone chargers for your Droid, your iPhone. They have magic mounts. They have wireless chargers. They have huge cables that will reach all the way across your house if you need a charger and you don't have an outlet close like my house. I don't have that many outlets. They just have a bunch of cool products to make your life easier when you're out in the garage, when you're in your car, when you're at your house. Just I'm really, really pumped to have these guys on board because they sent me some stuff. I use it all the time. My favorite thing is the Boom Buoy. It's a speaker that floats on the water. I can hang out in the pool in the backyard, listen to my music. I'm a big music guy. So they just make really cool stuff that makes my life easier. So founded in 1980, Skosh Industries is a Ventura-based, Southern California, of course, Award-winning innovator of consumer technology, power sports, and car audio products. Don't forget, car audio. You're traveling, you're sitting in traffic. You guys need to check them out, skosh.com. Committed to delivering the superior products that we all want, quality and functionality, exceptional value, and unmatched customer service. The designers and engineers at Skosh develop products that reflect a rich heritage in audio and mobile technology. Skosh finds inspiration in the California lifestyle, culture, music, and people. 
These influences can be seen in accessories and products that are now in the hands of homes, offices, vehicles, and people all over the world. 50 countries, okay? Hundreds of patents, trademarks, and countless industry awards received. It's easy to see why Skosh is constantly at the forefront of technology. These guys are cool. They're huge motorcycle enthusiasts. They even gave us a product code, SCOKT25. That's SCOKT25. Use that code when you go to skosh.com. Get 25% off. Seriously, guys, go check them out. You won't ever get it. If you want to hit me up, Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. I'll let you know more. But very cool guys over there. Thanks, Skosh. Skosh.com. ScreenPrintingDone.com. You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company. He is a rad human being. And he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, screenprintingdone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. Be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and screenprintingdone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. Have you guys checked out bloodlubricants.com? If you haven't, B-L-U-D lubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sport Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain, and uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils, and uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check legitimacy of this stuff um, because I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, Honestly, tried it. Was very surprised about the oil. Did some temperature readings. It was little over 30 degrees cooler in my YZ450F compared to some other oils I've been running. So the stuff is good. They sponsor over 250 racers from Enduro, Enduro Cross, Hair Scrambles, UTVs, Supercross now. They got some Supercross guys. So go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Use the discount code KEFER and get some percentage off your oils. They'll ship them to you. Probably get a hat or two. You know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Thanks to the guys over at 6D Helmets. That's right. They're on board with the KieferInkTesting.com Kiefer Tested Podcast. We thank them for joining us. You have a street bike, a dirt bike, or do you pedal? You have a mountain bike. Head over to 6DHelmets.com. Check out the full line of helmets they offer. I'm sure they have a helmet for you. Hey, I get questions all the time. Kiefer, what helmet would you choose if you could pick one to buy? If you're going to spend your own money, Kiefer, where are you going? While there are a lot of helmets that are safe out there, okay, I do feel the safest in a 6D helmet. I've had many crashes in my ATR1. I've had a couple in my ATR2, and it has done its job. It's advanced ODS technology. It's race-proven. I'm telling you guys, and it's light. The new ATR2, it comes in at 1,480 grams. It's fully rebuildable. Very cool colorways. I trust the guys over at 6D Helmets. Maybe you guys should too. 
hit me up over at chris at keyforinktesting.com. Maybe get a special discount code if you want to get a 60. So please, guys, go check them out. 60 helmets, hit me up. Tell me how you like yours. And if you don't have one, maybe go get one. Thanks, 60. Hey, Heather. Hey, Chris. Did you know that every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna come with a Vertex piston in the engine from the factory? No, I did not. 65 years ago, Vertex piston was founded in a small technical workshop in northern Italy. Today, because of the renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. No matter which brand of bike you ride with, when it's time to go ride or time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see their full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit them at vertexpistons.com or stop in your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. And if you guys want a discount code, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I've got one for you. Save some money. Vertexpistons.com. Moving on to the CRF250. Okay, so you ride a lot. You're a good rider. You know how to do a race, and you're, you've been around it a long time. I was a little bit worried about this wouldn't be, this bike wouldn't be exciting enough for you to want to try or own or even like relate to because you have such, you know, you have a wide variety of powerful bikes in the garage that you like to ride. Yeah, exactly. I, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I'm like, ah, doing a family thing, Chris, we're just, you know, my wife and kid, and then we have me, we're just going to put me on. I'm just going to be kind of stand in, hey, almost fake dad, you know, right. doesn't really know how to ride. But, man, that, that thing was really fun, and it was It has good power, right? Yeah, and it's just so – it's not, nothing – it's not too aggressive, right? But it is—it's fast and not being aggressive. It's just fun to just play around, bounce off some rocks, and just play around and maneuver it. So, hundred what? Two hundred pounds? Two hundred pounds, yeah. Two hundred, two hundred five. Granted, the bike yeah. is soft for you, but it's yeah. not like you're not bottoming out over everything. I, I'm not going jumping some huge jumps with it. That's right. not what it's meant for. It's meant for trail bike, right? With your family or with friends or whatever it may be, and yeah, you know, you're not, you know hauling butt 90 miles an hour this thing through the desert you know doing a hair in the hound so but this thing will go fast guys so yeah. what he's trying to get at I, I rode it a little bit and i've had some time on this thing before these bikes even came out we aiden and i did some stuff with honda and i i would rather ride this bike with my family like yours versus having my motocross bike where i'm like and it's just it's not friendly enough for me to go with my family doesn't have a uh, a kickstand. It's meant to ride hard. It's going to be stiff. It's kind of a pain in the ass to ride slow. This 250F is purely meant to be enjoyable with the family, go cruise, but still have enough excitement to where like, huh, this is fun. You're not completely bored off your mind. Yeah, you know that's what's cool is you know even behind the wife getting going, I can go slow and just keep it in the gear, not like in and out with the clutch like I would be with my other bikes. Yeah. But then, you know, Landon and, and the wife are out tooling around, and I want to open it up out on a road or do whatever. Like, it was fun. I was, like, not like, hey, I, I want I want it to be faster. Like, it was a fun bike, and I was blown away because coming into this, I'm like, eh, it's trail bike. Even though it's, bored, right? say, it's a 250, I'm right. like, ah. well, I didn't know what to expect, but I was actually blown away by this bike. Yeah, so it's it's good enough for the the rider that rides a lot. 
but for the times that you want to spend with your family, this is great. And also, too, this is not just about a guy who knows how to ride and here's a 250F. The 250F could be for anything. It could be for your wife as well. When she gets a little bit more advanced, you know, we were talking about this when we had the bikes, when Shannon's better with the clutch, she gets a little bit more advanced, and she could use a little bit larger of a motorcycle. 250F is still friendly enough for her and not too much. Now, the only concern is, and this is, I'm going to paint all sides here because this is what we do. It's heavy. It is heavy. Like, if you fall, I could see a woman having a hard time picking this son bitch up. Yes. Because it, it is, can be, the 125 is not heavy at all. Like, it's no problem. Shannon can take care of that on the side of a hill. I just feel like if a woman, and this is a, is a woman point of view because I have one here in the room. Their, their minds say they can do things. I'm not saying every woman. I, I better slow down here because I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. You can get a lot of emails. But they'll say, I'm going to do it. They'll say, I'm doing it. But then when they try, they're going to struggle with it. I can picture Shannon on the side of a hill, stuck. I got it. I got it. Leave me alone. Can't do it. And she's going to bust one of her fallopians because she's uh, trying to pick this some bitch up. Yeah, then I'm in the background maybe uh, egging it on, yeah, spiking you're out on her. Poking at her a little yeah. bit. I told you. You, I'll said, say, you let said you me, got it. You said me. you got it. Yeah. So just know that if it is for your wife, 250F is going to be a little bit of a heavy. So she does have a problem. Just be standby. Get ready because it, it, it could take some work to lift up. Um, but for a guy, man, don't even stress on it. It's fun enough for us to have fun. Even the advanced rider, you just made a turn track in your house. Yeah, I, I did. And that's what was so cool is – even my son's little 50 it's it's loud yeah now so now you're kind of making neighbors mad if you're you know riding in a field or somewhere close to your house and with all three of these bikes are so dang quiet i don't have dogs barking and yeah i made a track that went turn track into the backyard side yard front yard and had a little track going on with me and my son and even got my daughter kind of in on the action so yes another thing we wanted to talk about too so beautiful little daughter gosh she's cute I'm going to be in trouble later. Yeah, you're done, dude. Um, nothing to do with dirt bikes. Kind of like Heather, but smaller. Yeah, nothing. Any uh, <laughs> She she loves desert and the sand rail. Loves that. But anytime you say, kids, you want to ride dirt bike? No, I'm good. She yeah, immediately. Want, she's not yeah, into it. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no waffle in there. She yeah. heart set on no to dirt bikes. Yeah. But then um, we were out doing this this photo shoot and the family was out riding and she was with me helping me do camera stuff. And I go, Kenzie, you want to go on a ride? And, and she's like, no, she said no at first. I go, well, do you want me to ride you around? And she's like, "Mm, okay. And she said, okay, which we didn't get to at the time. Later on, you asked her the same thing at the house and she, she did. She obliged said she wanted to go with you. Yeah. Yeah. I was sitting there and I was got a little turn track going on. Land was riding and, I was riding, and you know she's just sitting there playing with her scooter. I go, Kenzie, you want me to give you a ride? Okay. And I'm like, what? Get your helmet. Like, yeah. while, while we got this going, let's do it. Right. And I put her on the thing, and the next problem was I couldn't stop. I stopped like, hey, I'm done. Like, I'm tired. And Dad, keep going. Let's go. Let's go. And I was just kept riding her on it, riding her on it. And every day since then, Dad, can you give me a ride? And, you know, she's not ready to ride yet herself. But right. I think the more you give her a ride and she gets used to it and goes, ah, maybe this is more fun if I'm in control. So leaves a little light at the end of the tunnel for yeah, her. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when she gets a little older, you know, she's still super young. And when the family goes out more, do you guys go to Glamis or whatever. And I think she will be more, um, I guess, 
maybe not stoked on it and wants to do it all the time, but at least, hey, I want to go with my parents. I want to go with my brother. I want to go on this ride with them, you know? Yeah, exactly. Especially maybe she sees mom riding. Hey, well, you know, maybe not dad and brother, but hey, mom's riding. Yeah, I want, I want to ride too. If mom's going, I want to go. Right. So that's what we're kind of taking steps towards so we can go out as a family and just go have fun and go, you know, adventure somewhere. So as far as pricing goes, the CRF 110F is twenty three ninety nine. CRF 125F non-big wheel. Three thousand ninety nine and CRF two fifty F forty five ninety nine. Now, I know I'm going to get these emails. Kiefer, technology is getting better. That means pricing is going to go up. Look, this is how life is with everything. Anything that we have—cars, fuel, dirt bikes, whatever it is—it goes up. Inflation. It's part of it. Um, I do not think. Twenty three ninety nine for a one ten is that much money for how long that thing will last you? That could think that bike seriously. I have a, a CRF fifty that was my niece's that I could that I had Aiden ride. So this one ten could last two generations. It'd be no problem. So for twenty three ninety nine, keep that sucker. I wouldn't even sell it. And, and another good thing is, is resale values on these bikes are, are really good. So keep the sucker. I, I mean, I'm going to keep the one we have here for a long time. I don't think I would sell it. if God, I don't want to think about this, but Aiden's kids, you know. Jeez, <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Please, no. Let's not go there. <laughs> uh, but they could ride it. They could learn it. Just Aiden loves to have a pit bike to ride around. It's just really convenient. To me, it's worth the money. On the flip side of that, you're a blue-collar guy. You you work your ass off. You buy your own bikes. You do this. How do you feel about pricing on these things? Uh, they're actually not bad. When you first think about it, you're like, ah, you, that's a lot of money. But like we were talking earlier we, about his SX50, how much are those? And they're not going to get near as much yeah, use out of it. Yeah, you pay two grand for that thing. Yeah, used. And that's a good price if you look at how much they are new. And nothing against and, KTMs, but yeah. that thing's not a reliable bike. And – they're small, so they're going to grow out of it. Right. You know, this 110, they can get a lot more years of use out of it and grow into it because it is a little bigger bike. And you're going to be – I'm an adult, and I still want to ride that thing. I've I've already ridden it like Heather, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's, it's, it's fun. So right. it's not like like Landon's 50 now. It's like when you're done with it, you're n- done. no one's going to ride it. Right. Well, this one, anyone can ride. Friends, family, you ride it at the track for a pit bike. Like, it's it, it's kind of like a pair of use. size 10 sneakers. If you get yeah. bigger – not like you know, you have to chuck those sneakers. This yeah. thing, if you get bigger, you can still grow. You can grow as much as you want. Still have a blast riding it. Yeah, find a use for it very easily. And that's with all this line. I mean, not just the one ten, the one twenty five, to you know, the two fifty. Yeah. That Honda makes other trail bikes. You can go to um, powersports.honda.com. You can check them out. But seriously, pricing is always going to be a problem with anything we talk about to new bikes and anything. But look, with this specific trail bike lineup. I feel like these bikes can roll over to anyone. It doesn't matter what age, you know, especially if you're a young kid, you can graduate to these other bikes. And another point I want to add, you're a glamorous guy. You're yes. a sand rail dude. Yes, I am. You see all, I see so many freaking side-by-sides now, okay? Everyone's buying a side-by-sides for $30,000, okay? I'm not a side-by-side kind of person. I don't have... I don't have the want to go purchase this for all of us to go drive around. I would rather spend ten to eleven thousand dollars 
and buy three separate bikes for all of us to go ride together as a family instead of hopping in a four-wheeled vehicle and doing that. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't I mean, I have a sand rail. Right. You know. And how much was that sucker? Oh, uh, my dad and I built the thing years ago and I bought it off my dad for 10 grand. So there you go. It's 10 grand right away. Yeah, 10 grand, you right. know. And it is fun to get the whole yeah. family together. It's a different fun, it, right? But at the same time, to me cuz I do love dirt bikes, that's like like my second, third love. We'll say third love. I don't think the wife's going to listen to this. What's the second one? Well, we'll say my wife, kids. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. come on. We're politically right. correct here. Okay. So it's fun to go out as a unit and say, you know, it's something different. When I'm in the sand rail, I'm in charge. You go out on bikes, you know, the wife can go, hey, let's go up this trail. Okay, go. You you lead. Landon can go, hey, you know, everyone can kind of be their own person, their own personality on the bike and go out. They're not at the will of what dad's doing behind the wheel. And to me, that makes it more fun for everybody. Right. Heather, what do you feel about that? What, what do you like? I mean, be real. Like, seriously, if you'd rather have a sand rail or whatever, what would you want? Uh, well, we have a Jeep, so, I mean, that's good. Like, we can do sand rail-ish things in the Jeep. But it's it's exciting to be able to go out and ride a bike and, like Matt said, be in control yourself but still be with a group of people and having a good time. And even go on, like, trail rides. You go on these massive trail rides at Christmas time, Thanksgiving. I can never go. I mean, obviously, I probably still can't go. Right. But knowing that I can ride and maybe go with you on some stuff like that is kind of exciting. Right. And to me, it's rewarding me as a dad uh, when I look back and see my family behind me. It, I don't know. It just It's a different feeling than hopping in a car and driving around. I just feel like we're all experiencing the exact same feeling, okay? Just like you said, you're driving. You got that feeling. Passenger doesn't have that feeling. They're just for the ride. Now, when you look back and you see... When I see Heather and Aiden riding behind me, I know exactly what they're feeling because I'm doing the same thing. So I just think that's cool, man. Yeah, and another thing is too, you know, another thing uh, like uh, a little accomplishment in yourself is when you're there and like my son, I'm like, ah, Lady, you want to go up that? And he goes up it, and I'm like, well, I honestly didn't think he was gonna go up it. Then you're, you're you know, you're proud of him, and he's excited because he just, you know, climbs some little hill or the wife and. And, you know, it's just fun, you know, and it sets little goals and to make everyone better, too, as you're riding, just to try new things, maybe outside your comfort zone also. I think about it as well, and Aiden is pretty good on, on an 85 right now, and he's ripping, and he, he tells me some things that I can relate to. And I, and I always think about what other sport, I mean, besides ball and stick sports, right, that you can relate to your family doing together like he has like dad i hit this double you know how you there's like a square edge right there before the the jump and you know how you hit it and your bike reacts this way and my bike reacts the same way and it's just so crazy for me to for me and him to relate to each other on doing the exact same thing and that's dude that to me that's awesome i love that kind of shit like dad i can rail this berm that inside rut's so good i'm like yeah you're right that inside rut is really good right now so i don't know that kind of stuff to me is is awesome i love that feeling and i think that's the point of this whole podcast, people. It's not to try to sell you on a Honda. Of course, we're talking about the Honda lineup right now. But just get out with the family. If you guys are on the fence about, you know, hey, should I buy a trail bike? Should I not? Should I invest this much money? Dude, it's so worth it, man. Like, And maybe I'm biased because I love dirt bikes so much. But, dude, it kept me out of trouble. Like, where I live, trouble looked for me all the freaking time. But I didn't want to do it. I didn't fall in the trap because 
I wanted to get up and ride the next day. And where all that started, XR100. Where all that started, going out to the desert with my family. So in essence, it's bigger than just I'm going out camping with my family. Dude, it created a life for me. It created a job. It created everything that I have because of those weekends with my family. It's crazy. But that's how I look at it. So if you're on the fence about buying a set of bikes, whatever the color it is, okay, just do it, man. Because it's, it's an investment in you. It's an investment in your family. It's an investment in your child's safety. And I don't use that word lightly because dirt bikes are dangerous. But, dude, I'd put my kid on a dirt bike any day than not and have him worried about going to some school and some kids offering him drugs and all this shit that happens nowadays that really wasn't there when I was his age. But he has a chance to say no now because he has something else to do. I have to keep Aiden busy, and this is what we choose to keep him busy with. So, you guys, seriously, it's a quality time with your family. Go look. Get outside. Get off your freaking phones. Get your kid off Fortnite. Amen. Go experience some things with your family. And do it on dirt bikes, man. Life's better on two wheels. Like, it's cool. You know, if you want to say ride ride red, no wing, no prayer, whatever, I don't care. Just be outside. Be with your family. Be with your friends. It's good. You know, camping with your buddies, drinking beers, whatever it is. I don't drink, but, I mean, the thought of – I tell Tedders all the time. The thought of me having a beer with my buddies, that sounds fun. Like, I would <laughs> – Until we actually ask either, you to Bob. do like, it. You don't drink. Don't. I don't drink either. But the, the thought of it – yeah. Seems cool to me. Yeah. I just don't like beer. You don't like any alcohol. Let's I be don't, real. but I'm just saying that's cool. Like, I love Michael Allen, love him to death. He's one of our test guys. He brings beers with him on our trail rides. Like, it looks cool. <laughs> Look, looks cool. You look, like, you want to be the guy with the pack of yeah, smokes? Yeah, like, he's whipping out a silver bullet on the middle of the trail and just <laughs> sipping like, on it. And him and Travis are drinking beers. I'm like, that's, that's freaking cool. And here, me and you are sitting there sipping on a Yoohoo. Yeah, I got a freaking, yeah, water. <laughs> I mean, sucking down some camelback life, you know? Maybe a Coke. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just saying, it, it's good, fun, kept me out of trouble. So, yeah, go check that. Check out the new Honda, the lineup, the trail lineup. It's, it's really good. It's clean, fun. Get your kids pumped on riding, keep kids on dirt bikes. You guys have any questions about these models, you can always hit me up, Chris at KeeferInkTesting.com. And for those of you guys who want some shirts, hoodies, whatever, we got some new stuff coming, hit up Heather at KeeferInkTesting.com. But don't ask Heather. Don't hit Heather up in the DM. <laughs> you know, just I know some of you guys, you guys are gnarly dudes out there listening to this. Just chill down. No I'm need to get hit her up in the DM later. Yeah, exactly. This is a family-oriented <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but yeah, you guys need anything. That's the beauty of our podcast slash website. You have uh, access to to me and to the test riders that are helping me run this sucker. So um, as always, we have an open door policy. We're transparent. And if we screw up, let us know. If we suck, let us know. I'm, I'm open for any suggestions, comments, questions. It's not a big deal. There's a lot of podcasts out nowadays, guys. Oh Lots boy. of podcasts out. I feel like there's too many. No, there's never too many. There's room for everything. You just have to pick which one you want to go with. I get it. I think it's cool. Heather's frowning on me. She's going to bark about something. But I'm not barking about anything. I will keep my comments to myself. Look. No, it is good, though. Cause... It's just more content for us. You know, in Dirt Bike World, we, I love content. Shit, I go on other, other sites, too. I like it. You know, I just, just don't like Grow it. Grow the You'll sport. You'll be on a pip. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, pips. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't get on a pip. Yeah, that's what happens. You start your own company when you get on a pip. <laughs> that's what happened to me. <laughs> Dirt rider put me on a pip. Oop, oh, I'm out. Later. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining me. Again, don't be a stranger. You see me on the track. Come say hi. Talk some trash. Give he- You see Heather at the track with the pit board and her frowning in face? That means I suck. And then That God- means your lab times are horrible. God help me. So, uh yeah, come give me a come give me a hug or an attaboy or something. So I'll probably need it because I'm getting torn down over here. Only if you deserve it. Bye bye.